Hi everyone and welcome to Worth the Calories, a Great British Bake Off podcast. The votes are in and they've been counted and Catherine Vose is the birthday elect of this podcast. Hurrah! <laughs> <laughs> so I want everyone on Twitter, on Instagram to go and wish happy birthday at KendoCat, K-E-N-D-O-K-A-T. <laughs> everyone to go and do that and even if it's you know, 2023, and you've just found the podcast, just found <laughs> yeah. Bake Off and podcast. It doesn't quite work unless people listen to this on the, on the day it's released, right? Uh, I think it works any day. I think happy birthday wishes are nice to receive all year round. Fair enough. Good. I, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> 80s week. 80s week, yes. I, yeah. Um, a fairly open category, theme. Yes. I mean, I mean... Are they, were all of these things, things that you were, if you'd just seen them independently, you'd have gone, oh, that's a bit 80s. I'm not sure. Quiche, no. Quiche, I feel like, is a much older And, and also, it's, it's something people still eat, right? It's just like a staple. Yeah. It's a food stuff. Yeah. So. And I must admit, I don't remember being given many ice cream cakes during the 80s. No. Uh, well, we'll come to ice cream cakes, because that is at least an interesting one. Yes. I, I, I can see that, yes, it would be. You know, suddenly you can start serving people because you can assume people have freezers and you can do interesting things by combining them as well as the technology to bring it all together. Yeah. Because that's that's the point of the, the development of all the foods, as we've done different themes over the, over the seasons of different eras, mm. because technology changes and they become more capable of putting things together. And, True. You know, and and True. serving them and storing them and shipping them and all yes. the other paraphernalia yeah. around it. Vianetta would have been the one, but I feel like they've had a chocolate layer ice cream cake before yeah and i mean i think vianetta is something that one really needs machinery to make in a factory i don't know i don't know but But, you know chocolate layer ice cream cake yeah but you know it doesn't have a baked ingredients it couldn't be used here anyway quiches i like quiche more than you you like quiche you like quiche is the first thing that ever comes (laughs) that um which is a good challenge, actually. You know, yeah. they've done pork pies and they've done curries in the past. They've done interesting pies. Quiche is an actual thing. And I'm, I'm, I feel like we've probably done it before on Bake Off. Maybe as yeah. a technical, and maybe I mean, in an early season. And, and arguably, mm-hmm. a quiche is just a savoury tart. Yes. They've definitely they've already done tarts this season. Yes. But you know, the the filling is quite different. True. True. Not not just in terms of you serve with like you know bacon and mushroom and stuff, yeah. But because it's this egg consistency rather than mm. sweet, it's cream and sugar and so on. Yeah. Mm. Any other quiches worth mentioning? Uh, it was interesting going through them and seeing which ones I fancied eating. Mm. I'd have eaten eaten both of her means. Okay. I think they both mm-hmm. look very tasty, very um, straightforward. So salmon and leek yeah. and. Spinach and mushroom. Yeah, they're yeah. both both things you'd expect to see on a menu somewhere, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they both look like they'd be done incredibly well. Yeah, so those I'd have happily happily eaten. <laughs> this has become the um, what would Catherine eat podcast? <laughs> Everything. But she she chose good flavors that yeah. do well, and then did them well. As I said, she she's just more and more is coming out as being mm. incredibly competent, and it's quite interesting to see who doesn't doesn't get screen time. Yeah, because I don't I feel like she's getting more screen time because there's fewer people to film, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and that she's just incredibly competent and just gets on with stuff. Yeah, after last week saying you know I feel like she might be one of the next to go, you're absolutely right. When you watch her, you go, 
do you know she just gets on with it which which might not stand her in good stead in a week where other people have flair and yes. no one has a crisis and she doesn't necessarily add the oh and i've served it with this thing or i've done double yeah, the amount yeah. you wanted or something but, but but she she clearly bakes incredibly well and her, i think her flavors are well balanced in 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 a, in a very skilled way. Yes. It's not necessarily mm. something that's like experimental Heston Blumenthal mm-hmm. type cooking, but but she knows what she's doing. She knows what flavors works. Absolutely. And she and yeah, you know, I would I would probably happily eat anything she produced. Yeah. Yeah, cuz she's not doing the I have a Caribbean background, so everything is going to have Caribbean flavors or I've studied French cooking, so everything is going to have an element of French mm. cooking. She's just doing well, this works. So I'm going to do that. Yes, and and it's working for her. So great, yeah, good, good luck good. to her. Mm. Um, was it Peter that did the one with the crab? I think so. I, I, that I'm, I was interested yes, in yeah. as well. Um, that, I, I mean, I love crab. Yeah, me too. Yes, mm. I can't remember what um, the other flavors were. Because... The ones that stand out in my memory were, um, is it Dave who did sausages? Yes, and Lottie who did fry up. Yes, so those two, mm-hmm. I was just like. I'm not sure it works as a quiche. It's a great idea and probably would have been the ones I would have yeah. picked if I'd had to. But the point of a quiche is it's a little more delicate, a little more... And, and I'm with Prue. Like, the idea of having scrambled eggs inside an egg custard... Yeah, right. It, it, the texture is just going to feel like something went wrong with the egg custard. Yeah, yeah. I, I fully agree with Sue mm. there. Uh, Sue, Prue. <laughs> Prue. And also, I, I... baked beans don't make anything better, apart from... Cheesy beans on a jacket potato. <laughs> then they're excellent. And I would argue for Cornby Fash. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would have foregone the beans, certainly on Lottie's, and done a fried egg on top. Yeah. Fried them as the last thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, yeah, and, and I can't even remember what uh, Mark did. I can't remember what Mark did. Did, did. Was it last week that Laura did a thing with special sausages, or was it this one? Where she used Italian spicy sausage. I don't know, but didn't she do a pizza one for this as well? Yeah, so I think she might have done that because she did a whole thing about I serve these on pizzas at home because yeah. they have their you know, nice yeah. pizza on. Mm. So yeah, I think a decent signature because once again, it's, it's you know, like the, like the pasties. Yeah. It's, here's a base. Yep. Now you put your flavour spin on it. Mm. Um, so, which I guess it seems to be the theme for signature. I mean, I don't know if it's always been the theme for signatures, and I've only just cottoned on. <laughs> um, but that seems to be quite a theme with this season's signatures. Yeah, it feels less prescriptive. Yeah, which is good. I think. Yeah. I think a very good thing. I just feel like quiches are not a very big canvas with which to paint your signature, <laughs> especially when you're coming at it from the perspective of someone who would issue quiche wherever well, yes. possible. <laughs> <laughs> so jam and custard donuts. Yes. This is a good technical. Yeah. Um, I, I like it because it has lots of different elements, because it's making your own jam, making an interesting cream custard. It's not just mm. something very standard in the middle. There's the presentation aspect of them, the way they yep. look in the, at the end. And then there's the deep fat frying of them. Yeah. So it's all good. We have never done a deep fat fried technical before. We We're, have not. We, we don't have a deep fat fryer in the first place, and we've been fairly scared of them. But I tried this one. Dum, dum, dum. <laughs> in a worth the calories first. In a spoiler, we're both here. We're both alive and neither of us are burned. Yeah, I still have my eyebrows, which exactly. is the thing I was worried about, you know. Mm. So a, a really interesting one. Um, making the dough. It talked about the dough will still be sticky. 
but I think I th- I think I had too much milk when I when I right. added the liquid. Um, I think I maybe should have pulled back a little bit because it became it was such a strange consistency because it was so close to being a batter, but with traits of being a dough. Yeah, there was no way that was going to knead into something no. that was actually workable at that point. Yeah, it was it was, you know, a venom like mess for our Marvel <laughs> comic book fans. Um all over my hands right now. <laughs> I'm just impressed you managed to get all the way upstairs to ask me to come down and help with the flour without spraying sticky dough all the way through the house. <laughs> I mean I had shouted up to try to avoid that fact, but <laughs> <laughs> Rupaul's very going. loud, you know. <laughs> um, no, so so you added more dough for more flour, flour. for me. Yep. Um, and we evened it out, uh, so I was able to knead it. Yep. And then uh, actually put it on. I didn't put it on a board this time. I put it on my rolling board, my rolling okay. mat, um, yep. with a bit of flour underneath it. And you, it, it, it absolutely was still sticky. Yeah. As I was doing it, but to a consistent, I could peel it up and, and knead it, get it really elastic, really really silky. Prove it for however long I proved it for, 45 minutes, I think. Mm-hmm. Double it in size, cut it into all the things, shaped the things, proved it again for half an hour, and then heated a litre of vegetable oil in a very large pan and dunked them in. So this was probably the most difficult bit of the whole thing. Ma- making the cream was interesting because it was kind of make a custard and then combine it with dairy products. That was interesting. Making the jam was making a jam. Reminded me of making them for for wagon wheels and me overheating the jam again, so it right. becomes really really thick. Yeah, yeah. Um, but fine, you know, it is what it is. So, the thing that I always forget with bread and proving it is the shape that you shape it in and let it prove to, and then bake it to, is the shape it becomes. Right. Whereas with a batter, again, because it's looser, um, and, and less less viscous more runny, <laughs> um, it will even out to a standard shape. Right. It will fill the container it goes in because it's that much more liquid, whereas a bread dough won't. So my doughnuts are all funny shapes because I rolled them out to a rough sort of finger, 15 centimetre finger shape, and then put them to the side, thinking, and now it will settle down. And I need to remember, no, it doesn't. You need to get the shape right gets, at that point. It just gets bigger in that shape. Exactly, so, yeah. So if you have knobbly-bobbly donuts, they're just going to be bigger knobbly-bobbly donuts. <laughs> exactly. That is 100% what they look like. So that's that's my thing to remember. Fine. Heating the oil was difficult because it's a very large pan of oil. You have to heat it. So it got to 180 degrees, and then I started putting them in. Yep. But I think 180 degrees on the temperature means there's still heat going in. And by the time you're cooking them, it's then even hotter. Right. I think the first ones I cooked at 200 plus. I, right. I think the oil was not far off boiling. And oil boils at about 230. So, because um, I'm sure there were little bubbles at can the bottom you, of the thing. Can you hear the palpitations yeah, right. <laughs> from over here on the microphone as I'm thinking about that in our kitchen? <laughs> a lovely new hop. But no, I was... <laughs> my, my lovely husband and my kittens. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking about. Oh, yeah, they stayed away from this. Good, yeah, hot, oily, hot, oily kitchen. They were not coming near. So, put the first ones in and they cooked on the outside really quickly. It said for three minutes until golden brown. Right. I'm like... It's been 20 seconds and they're dark brown. So I'm going to flip them over now. So the first one's only probably got a minute right. or so um, and, and are very dark. We've not actually tried them yet, nope. but I suspect they will just be tougher. The good thing is when I cut them open, they are pretty much totally baked. Yep. Uh, slightly, slightly when you press them, the indentation stays there a bit, but I'm comfortable with that. 
The second ones, I cooled it down by that point. I actually took a second off. I took the, the oil off the hob for a bit, let it cool a bit, got it back to saying 180. Cooked them, but they still cooked faster than I would have wanted them to. Yeah. So they're still a bit dark than I, I would want. I wonder if this is the benefit of actually having a a purpose-made deep fat fryer mm. that it will get the oil Absolutely. to a temperature and then hold it at that temperature That's That's what I think. I think you tell it what temperature you want it to be. And then it will, and then yeah. it will make it so. A good one, presumably. So. Exactly. <laughs> make it <be> so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we could buy one if it, if it sort of quoted Jean-Luc Picard at <laughs> If us. it quoted Picard wrong, yes, yes, we could absolutely <laughs> Oh, close enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, the last ones, I let it cool down even more, did the last ones, and they got almost the full time, not quite, but yeah. they are much more golden brown, much more cooked through properly. So that was okay. Let them cool. Rolled them in caster sugar. Uh, sliced them open. Put the cream in. Put the jam on. And we ate them. And they're very tasty. And they're very tasty. And they taste like a donut. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't want a donut for breakfast on a Sunday? <laughs> Done. <laughs> it was interesting how even the smell of the heated oil made me think of donuts. Yeah. So clearly that's just... you know. I, I can remember a Sussex company called Rising Dough. Mm-hmm. who used to do things like the South of England show. And they might be more outside of Sussex, but I remember from the South of England show doing hot donuts out of a van. And, and that smell just made me think of that thing. There always used to be a mini donut van on Rochdale High Street. Oh, nice. And you could get five mini donuts for a pound. Wow, and, amazing. And, and if you smiled at them, they gave you six. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh... Oh, the treasures of being a girl, frankly. <laughs> oh, <fair enough>. Yeah. <laughs> But yes, I used to, if I had a spare pound when I was out shopping, or if me and my friends had, um, had lots of twenty p's between yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Uh, sh- sharing a bag of mini donuts, amazing, was, nice. was very pleasant. Yes, yeah. So I, I was pleased with how they tasted. The, the dough is a, a little tough, but I think it's meant to be it, it, because they're not sort of normal round donuts that you pipe the jam into. They're actual. They're more like a, a, a bun. Yeah, there's, so. there's, a, there's a definite substance to them, and but hmm. I don't think that's. I think yeah, I, I, as as you said, I think that's purposeful. It, yeah, absolutely. Yes. So yeah, I was quite pleased. Very I, I'm very pleased it came out. I think it's making me think. Yes, we could do these in the future. Yeah. I thought the cream was interesting because on mm. its own, I was a bit like, a bit lackluster. Mm, not sure about that. Yeah, there's a little bit too much of the butter flavour in this. Right. But then with the jam and with the donut mm-hmm. worked perfect perfectly, and I guess that's part then I mean, because obviously butter on bread is good. So like sugary, <laughs> sugary half butter, half cream stuff on on a, mm. a fairly robust donut that's sort of half bread roll, half cake. Yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't because there's work? no cream in it? It's whole milk. Oh, so you know, it's it's you know, oh, okay. <laughs> heavy consistency milk, yeah. but it's not cream, which was interesting. Oh, that is interesting. Um, and it, yeah, it does. When you have it with the donut, it makes me think of things like the Tesco's custard donuts, right? Stuff like that. It's got that flavour to it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, it's good. Yeah, well done, so I honey. Was, I was quite pleased with that. I can't remember how anyone did. I think they all largely did them. It just depended on how they baked them and the consistency uh, yeah, of everything. I think some people made theirs a darker consistency than others. Yeah, Lottie I definitely did. I don't remember anyone having a total disaster. No, I think, you know, jam and cream came out to different consistencies and stuff, but yeah. time pressures and not having all the instructions. Yeah, but also we're getting we're now getting down to some very good bakers. Yeah, who so, have done this stuff, who have practised it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Exactly. Okay, so our final was a day that was 30 plus degrees, one of the hottest days ever. And ever. I do remember those hot, hot days. Absolutely. And they had to make ice cream cake. Disaster. Absolute disaster for everyone. Yes. It is what it is. Yeah. You know, and, and like they said, they 
they didn't know that was what it was going to be and it is always the risk you take and you don't know how the weather's going to turn out. I would have liked to have seen a little bit more flex with, right, everyone's got their ice creams in the freezer. We're going to give you half an hour. You can't continue baking and prepping, but you can all come away for half an hour, have a cup of tea and then come back to it. And yeah. just, just give them that. We're going to give you a chance to let it set. Exactly. But that wasn't shown. Whether it happens or not, we don't know. You you just would appreciate a little bit more flex than we get. I suppose that there is there is that sort of duality though of in, in terms of the minds of the producers. Mm-hmm. Do you want the entertainment value of a disaster, or do you want to give them a fair chance? Oh, yeah. Because like thinking about it, you know, every summer there's a hot day. Right. So when the I mean they'll have been planning what the ten weeks were. Mm-hmm. March. Oh, yeah, at if least, not if earlier. not now, for next season. Do yeah. you think they sat there when they decided to do ice cream cakes and went, oh, I really hope it's a cool day so that they'll all get their ice creams out? <laughs> or do you think they went, wouldn't it be great if it was really hot and we really ramped up but, the dramatic tension because of the heat? Uh, this is the line that I think Bake Off tries to walk between being what the international market particularly likes about it. Everyone's helping each other. It's really friendly. It's pe- good people doing good things yeah. for no reward, basically. Yes. You know, they're, they're doing it because they love doing that thing. Yeah. And, and that sells the show. That yeah. is what people love about the show. Except I think certainly the UK audience does love Bin Gate and Ice Cream Gate and all of this sort yeah. of thing. So, and I'm not sure which side of the line it came this week because, because it was so hot. It was so hot. It I was mean, one of the hottest days ever, ever. It, it, it was repulsively hot. I yeah. remember sitting in this very room with the fans on. Right. And, and I'm not even sure if we could have the windows open. I don't know if it was pre or post kitten acquisition. I think it must have been post, post kitten acquisition. Post, yeah. Uh, but maybe before the little kitten decided you could get out of the small Exactly. So we probably had some, window, some yeah, windows yeah. open. Because there was a time they couldn't jump up on the sides like they do now and shred everything. But before, fine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, there was a point during that summer where we stopped closing, opening the windows because the air outside was hotter than the air yeah, inside exactly. the house. So It was grim. So I think I, I would have liked to have seen it this week, but fine. We are where we are. So yes. everyone had a disaster. <laughs> some people came off better than others, depending on what they'd chosen. Yes. And some people remember to turn their ice cream maker on. Yes. So let, let's say, who did what? Ermine did that beautiful, simple mango yep. ice cream cake yep. with the channels, which looked really, really effective. Yep. Quietly, calmly got yep. on with it. So we hardly saw her. Not the grand, <laughs> Not the grandest showstopper. No. In those terms. But it absolutely worked, and hers was the one that came off. Yes. So, well done her. Absolutely. Yeah. And her as Star Baker this week, fully earned. 100%. Just totally competent throughout the thing. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. great. And and I like it. Again, it's nice to see good people doing something good that they like doing. Yeah, <laughs> That is good TV. Lovely. That is the TV Lovely. we want for 2020. And it made me, it made, brought a tear to my eye when her son at the end oh, right. said he yeah. was proud of her. I was just like, yes, Aww. yes, that's what you want to see. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so nice. Yeah, um... Mark did a retro ice cream parlour. Mark's pretty impressive. Yeah, that like, came out really nicely. Extravagant, mm. and also none of it was a complete disaster. No, he and and like there was bits where some of his ice cream bits were a little bit melty, but he mm-hmm. just dealt with it. Yeah, just uh, and it and that looked like a showstopper. That was yeah. an impressively put together thing. So well done, absolutely. Him. Yeah, and we had Laura doing her death by chocolate. 
Yeah, that was a disaster. It was a disaster, which was a disaster of her own making. Yes. And not the first time she'd had wheelchair. I, th- I think Noel said it. You know, she is consistently having problems. Yeah. Yeah. I I think Lottie lost it rather than Laura saved herself this week. Totally agree. Yep. Because, um, I mean, like, cause Lottie was a disaster as well. Lottie mm-hmm. was a disaster. Lottie's was a design disaster. Yes. Like, why would you put your ice cream on the outside? On a cooler day, it might have come off. But at some point, she should have gone, this is not going to work. I need to bake the outside. I need to switch the tins I use. And the tin I use for the ice cream is going to now be the tin for my sponge. Yeah. But but I think Lottie would still be with us if the judges had enjoyed the taste of the stuff that she'd made. Well... This is my problem with it because they talked about the way Laura had put brownie in her death by chocolate. Yeah. And frozen brownie was never going to be a winner. Mm. So I think not only did she make a fundamental mistake that meant her cake was never going to come out well. Yeah. She made a mistake in the design and planning of it. So maybe they're both even there. Maybe both even there. And whilst, yes, the flavour would have been okay... Certainly, the way it was portrayed, I can, I can, I can understand why Lottie went. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, she did not have a good week, but I, I feel very sad. And it's a bit like when Rowan didn't leave, yeah. and Mac did leave, and I felt like that was the wrong choice because I would have wanted to see the other person and what they could have done. I, I, I don't see Laura lasting in this competition. I think I said that last week as no, well. No, and and some of what Lottie has produced. Lent, lent me towards thinking that she was going to be in the final three and possibly yeah. taking, you know, she's got some real... Absolutely. And I'm not saying that Laura hasn't got skill, it's just Lottie seems to have a higher aesthetic and a higher... Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. So, so yeah, I, I was surprised that she went. Mm. I was saddened that she went. I think um, judged on the competition as a whole, I felt Lottie was a stronger contender than mm-hmm. Laura. Judged on that day and just what we were seeing of the judging, right? I think they made the right decision. Okay, just on that day okay. alone. But yep. but I, it, there's not much in it. Yeah, it's it is really close on it. And, and like I say, I, it, it's my feeling of even the idea of the video cassette, which didn't come off, was more interesting than I'm making a death by chocolate cake. Mm. I, I so. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame. It is a shame. Um, but it is what it is. We get Laura next week as well. Yep. Talk to me about Christmas cake, particularly the ice cream you made. <laughs> I didn't make the ice cream from the Christmas cake. Did you not? I no. thought it was that one. No, it oh, was which one, one did you make? The, it was one of the um the one with the stripes on the outside. It was from Mark's. Oh was it? oh, okay. Yes. I got the recipes the wrong way around. Yeah, right. that's okay. okay. But we should still talk about the Christmas cake one, because that looked really tasty. Really good idea because yeah. Chris you know, ice cream cake sort of thing at Christmas. Is a very good idea. Yeah, and so, my my family have made it a number of years. Absolutely, yeah, uh, yeah. Like my mum and my sister have made it a number of times. Mm. I think it was a South African recipe. Okay, that my mum got it mm. like many many years back when she first made it. Nice. So they're flavors I love. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Tasty. Good. Great. Okay. Sorry. So that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> So what I made was one of the ice creams mm. from Mark's cake. Right. Because that, that, so I looked at the recipe online. I was like, ah, oh, maybe I could do this really, really big, impressive cake. <laughs> but it would take me a full day. Yeah. 
and it's my birthday weekend. And it's your birthday and weekend. I want to do sewing and, and knitting we have as other well. things to eat in the house. <laughs> we have a lot of food in the house. Thank you, love. So what I decided was rather than doing the whole thing, also we actually don't have the room in the freezer. No, to, there is to, that. to deal yeah, with yeah, the right. chilling of an ice cream cake. Mm. Um, so what I decided I'd do one of the ice creams. Because I've got quite into making ice cream you this did summer. Indeed. It was good. Um, mm. We've got one of those ice cream makers where you freeze the bowl. Churner. So it's yeah, mm. churner. So it's not it's not as posh as the ice cream makers they were using on no. the show, where which freeze the ice cream as well as churn it. Um, I've got a lovely one that you you got me when we moved in here, mm-hmm. where you freeze the bowl in the freezer for at least twenty four hours, and then it sort of just stirs it um, for the initial sort nice. of churn. Um, so I did the honey and hazelnut ice cream. Mm. Um, it's quite tasty. It is quite tasty. It's quite tasty. Yes. It's not like amazing tasty, but it's quite tasty. Yeah. So I made it so you have to melt some butter um, and then you mix that in with your chopped hazelnuts um, and some honey. Mm-hmm. And then you spread that out in a layer and bake it in the oven for eight minutes. Okay, so the honey flavour is in the hazelnuts. So there's honey flavour in both the hazelnuts and in the ice cream. Okay. Um, and then separately, you mix together some cream, mm-hmm. some milk, and some honey, mm-hmm. and you let that chill. And then that that forms the base of the ice cream, so that just gets churned. Nice. And then once your um, hazelnuts, um, honey toasted mixture cools down a bit, you add that in just at the end of the churning. Right. So it's actually really just very, to mix in. Yeah, just yeah. to mix it. It's really very straightforward. Okay. Um, the thing that surprised me was quite how much salt salt was in it. So yeah. the salt mm. is in the. I forgot about that. The salt is in with the hazelnuts and the honey um, that you toast. So there's ten grams of salt flakes. Okay. And that's exactly what I put in. Oh. And I tried the hazelnuts separately. I was like, oh, they're a bit salty. Yeah. Um, and we were like, okay, fine. Maybe it'll balance out when they go in the ice cream. Mm. And it kind of does. Mm-hmm. Still a bit salty. I, I, after a couple of spoons yeah. of it, yeah, the salt is the sort of persistent flavour of it. Yes. The, the hazelnuts are nice. The ice cream flavour is nice. I, the, the honey gets lost a little, I think. I don't know if that's the salt overpowering now, at all. So there's two things here. On. One, we had lots of honey, just okay. normal honey in the cupboard. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to buy any more honey. At least I thought I wasn't going to buy any more honey. I, I, maybe I did. Who knows? But okay. I just used the honey that was in okay. the cupboards. Um, but the recipe says wildflower honey. don't know if wildflower honey is tasty. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So I just used normal honey. But I did use proper posh salt flakes because like, well, we don't have any salt flakes. Right. So maybe they're super salty salt flakes. <laughs> don't know. Double, don't know. double sodium <laughs> salt flakes or something. <laughs> but actually, I think what it is, is it's probably not fair to judge that as, a, as an item on its own. Yeah. Because the recipe has it designed to be eaten in combination, almost as an, as an ingredient, in combination with lots of different jams and yeah, cake mm, and stuffs. There's also butterscotch and pecan ice cream. Yeah. Chocolate tweel and jacond sponge. Yeah. Um... Chocolate jaconde on yeah. the outside, poached pears, and blackberry mousse. Yeah. So I'm not seeing much salt in the rest of it. So maybe that's the, um, yeah. So there you go. If any, in fact. So I wonder if this is carrying the salt flavour that would help balance out the sweetness of the rest of them. Possibly. So, Possibly. Mm. so A, apologies for my laziness in not making... <laughs> 
all of those things. Triple ice cream, <laughs> and, and, striped chocolate. And, and not buying a new freezer that would accommodate an ice cream cake. Um, and B, maybe I'm being a bit harsh on the um, yeah, on the salty so. haze on the ice cream. And, and I think if we put some, like a chocolate sauce on top, or, yeah. or we put it because we've got a lot of pineapple left, because I made a pineapple cake uh, from Laura's Upside Down Pineapple Cake. We've got a lot of strawberries left from my jam. We put it with things like that. I think it will help overcome it. Yes. Hmm. Nice. We'll eat it. Absolutely. Don't worry. Absolutely. I think there's a lot of <laughs> no fruit to go with it. In this I house. think it has come out really nicely. Mm. I, I think the ice cream flavour is good. I think the yeah. texture was good. And I must say, it's, it it was a lot easier than the ice creams I was making over the summer right. because it didn't require me to make a custard mm. first. And whilst I still, you know, I like a custard and I enjoyed the ice creams we had yeah. over the summer, this took so much less time. Yeah. Like mix milk and cream together. Wang it in the ice cream churner. <laughs> <laughs> well, these are the ones to look out for the recipes for them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, shame that Lottie went. Yeah, um, It'd be interesting to see what happens ne- over the next couple of weeks, because are we up to week seven now? Week yes, eight? Week seven, like week seven. Um, so, I who mean, have we got left? We've got Laura, Peter, I mean, Peter Dave, Dave, Mark. I mean, Mark. So, just five of them left. Yes. Maybe. We've probably forgotten someone. <laughs> Sorry? Who? <laughs> <laughs> right. Fair no, enough. there isn't a baker called Sorry. <laughs> oh, I, I can't even remember what next week was. I just remembered them having lots of accidents of dropping things and things were going wrong. Oh. Which which we've seen on the preview and we will see on the preview into the episode and we'll see during the episode as well and we'll probably see on the end of the episode too. I look forward to <laughs> it. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Don't forget to wish Catherine a happy birthday at KendoCat <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter. Don't forget to look us up on Instagram for our pictures of our bakes at Gushing. and if you want to get in touch with us at Gushing on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all the places where you can send us messages. Tell us what you think of all the different bakes people are doing. Tell us what you're trying out. Show us your bakes. Exactly. <laughs> we will be back next week with some more exciting baking. We will. <laughs>